0: Yo I see my name up in light. Go hard or go home, no slacking in my sex. Just forget about the fortune, forget about the fame, speak your truth, and let that be the reason Can they you remember your the name. Can you feel the pressure that builds inside?
1: Can you feel it? Coming up tonight on yeah. Mac Wrestling
0: become roman four belts will seth freaking rollins or aj styles become your new wwe world champion aw collision is official but will it be punkless and we are just one week away from our next special event full house
1: it's Thursday, and you know what that means welcome to max wrestling episode 426 this is your captain speaking, and I'm joined, as always, by Cali's own El Jefe, Moses Marquez. The Cap and Mo are reunited after a stellar job from the TSK last week. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, thank you, boy. The boys love it, and they're reunited, and it feels so good, as they say. You know, when the, you know, when, when when stuff goes down in the real world, you know, we got to be parents. That's what happens, this, ladies and gentlemen. That's how, how it goes. Sometimes we don't have the gloriousness of quiet, you know, to be able to do this thing. So the boys jumped in you know you helped us we'll help you it's it, it's a nice mutual thing plus the boys are truth be told the boys are answering to get back into kicking it with the tsk we're just waiting for an opportunity
1: well, i mean there's plenty of aew gone away oh, um telling,
0: yes there
1: is so we're gonna get into our opening bell in just a moment but speaking of bells make sure you click that subscribe button on youtube.com slash max wrestling follow us on soundcloud spotify wherever you get your podcasts don't forget to visit max wrestling for all your match wrestling needs,
0: and that's right. This opening bill, let's start with it because it's the hottest thing happening right now. Collision, and again, could it be without Punk? I, I doubt it. Well, the rumors going around right now is he's he went back for he went from being the guy who's going to be the fucking face of this goddamn whole new thing and the brand split and the reason for the brand split. To I either want a steel or I'm not coming back.
1: I, I So find now it, they're
0: at a standstill.
1: I find it highly convenient that this news breaks the same day they officially announced collision.
0: Right. Or um, actually, if you think about it, the day that it got leaked by Warner Brothers
1: well, Yeah, Warner wanted to announce it. Cause like, I mean, we all assumed it was going to be Tony Khan's big announcement. We've all known about it for months anyway, and then they just oh, posted yeah. on social media. I'm like, okay. Um I didn't even think it looked real until I checked above the image and it said right. AEW on TNT Oh, okay, so it's their official page It, is
0: Cause official it, it official. looks
1: so fan-made um, It really Because it... it gives you the total Nitro vibe Exactly the reason it looks fan-made It's like, oh, somebody just assumed it was going to look like Nitro So they made a poster that looks like Nitro And the logo looks like Nitro But well, that's officially it It is Nitro vibes
0: Which so what I love me, What you're telling me is Is the same art director was there since the 90s <laughs> That's what you're telling
1: me <laughs> I still work for TNT I,
0: hey Good for you, bud. Good for you. (laughs) I swear to God, when I first saw just the picture of it, before I read the press release, I saw the picture of it. I literally started hearing the nitro theme in my head. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm kind of not mad at that. Like, but, but, but it's, it's slowly becoming apparent. Um, now I, it now this is where for me it's, it's yet to become negatively or a positive in this manner. So this is 2.0 of WCW now.
1: AEW is there. very, very much the... Uh, it's the Kylo Ren to WCW's Darth Vader.
0: A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Meant to be the same thing, but in a different way. Yeah.
1: And just don't take the mask off too early, because that makes no fucking sense, but okay. Nope. Um, but looking at the poster, it's very much... A group of people who have not been actively on AWTV very much, apart from the champions, obviously. But you got Fonda Rosa on there. You got um, Andrade. Shit, who else? Just came? Andrade, who was suspended as well.
0: So it's all the people that have beef with people. Yeah. Like, what's that? You guys got beef with somebody? Yeah. Okay, you're going to collision. Check them should off the we, list.
1: Should we, should we call this A W Beef or A W Collision?
0: It's collision, you know. It sounds. It sounds and more like
1: Punk comes in. Well, I don't eat meat. Okay, we'll go with collision.
0: Go there. You go. That's what it was. He was the deciding factor. It <laughs> was going to be AEW beef. I,
1: I I'm sure it'll come to if if it's true. I'm sure it'll come to some kind of understanding. Um, because like you said, Punk has very much been the poster boy of this whole project. Um, for months, as far as we know.
0: He was the only the whole thing was, oh, he was going to come back and they were going to give him his own show. The only reason of a brand split was because of Punk. And now it's because he's having issues with getting a steal back and he really wants this guy there. And it's like we're at the point, dude, where it's you guys have your own show to eliminate beef within the company. And now Mm. you're like with all the leverage in the world, mind you. Dangling that carrot, like, come on, give me what I want, and I'll give you what you want, come on. And it's it's, I don't,
1: I, I, know. Don't, I don't get Ace Steel. Before Punk came in, I never heard of him. Nope. Um, nope. before Punk did the whole Rocky Free storyline with Moxley, we'd never seen Ace Steel in AEW. Now all of a sudden, he's an on-screen producer, and then he makes one appearance, and all shit goes hit it hits the fan, and then he's yeah, gone. It,
0: fucking indie guy got his head blown up or something. That's what it feels like. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm obviously, I might be talking out of my ass here, but it's one of those things where it's like this guy that we've never heard of that got brought in because he knows punk from his youth, from the indie days. And he comes in and the first time he's on screen, that next fucking pay-per-view, there's a huge disaster that literally almost fucked the entire company.
1: And A Steel is an NPC that fucked everything up.
0: <laughs> exactly. And so it's like, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring him back. Like for me, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, granted, I'm not Tony Khan and I'm not trying to ensure viewership for a brand new fucking show on a Saturday, which by the way, I, I keep saying if you're going to do a fucking Saturday show, do it in the morning. Do it in the morning. Why? Because guess how many people are doing shit Saturday morning? Not a lot. But guess where your biggest DVR numbers for fucking Rampage are? Saturday morning. I'm just saying. There's there's a, there's an old there's an old nostalgia thing to Saturday Night Wrestling. But then again, that was always the B show for WCW. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know there was always, and then there was always that narrative for Saturday morning wrestling as well. But that was always like reruns of back in the day, the historic days. So it's like we could change the narrative, but the reality is, is Saturday and wrestling have a have a thing. It's just I just don't like Saturday night. It not, it's just not anymore. You know what I mean? We're in twenty twenty two, brother. You know what I mean? Three. We're getting, oh 23, You know what I'm saying? We're <laughs> far, I'm fucking that hard behind. You know what I'm saying? Phoenix
1: We're, is that far behind on the episodes.
0: I believe that too. He's probably like, <laughs> when, the, when the hell did the fucking Trav leave the show? Yeah, that's how far back he is. But it's it's. When did he become I mean? a tag it's, team champion? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I knew I gotta catch up faster. <laughs> All he's doing is reading headlines on Facebook, and I believe that too. Uh, but it's it's you know, it to have a show at the middle, uh, not the middle, the prime time Saturday night. You're shooting yourself in the foot. You know, you got constant UFC events, you have all these other plethora of things going on. Maybe if this was COVID times, hey, fuck yeah, dude. Smartest move you could have fucking made. You know, everybody's indoors, they ain't got nothing better to do, right? They let us outside a couple of years ago. So I mean, I, I, I have my issues with it, but and I wanna I wanna ask you about this because this is where I'm I'm worried about it. If punk. Mm. Because I feel like punk has to be there. You need you need him there as a mainstay. You need that fucking giant name, if you will, that big name to garner true attention on a brand new fucking show. But yeah, let's mean, just what his
1: debut did on rampage at stupid o'clock.
0: Exactly. On a Rampage, <laughs> mind you. So let's just say he holds out. Let's say they start this show in Chicago without him. You know what I mean the next day the next week Or following week or whatever after the pay-per-view he comes back He just let's just say he's being a bitch right now Can you start This show by just Making it like the old Raw and Smackdown by having your stars On both shows working Wednesdays And Saturdays or Can you improve Their formula of the old Rampage or is that the only way to Improve it
1: I mean I'm sure it's going to be um, Earlier than Rampage Mm-hmm. um <clears throat> the poster time. to me seems to suggest that the champions are going to be on both shows whoever the champions may be at the time yeah um very much like um the champions in the initial WWE brand split back in 02 there was raw and smackdown but the champions went back and forth whatever until yeah. brock said fuck it i'm just doing smackdown
0: cuz i'm lazy but that's okay <laughs> that's okay you can be lazy
1: I don't think you can go to Chicago without Punk. Like, we, we've heard all along that the, the first show was going to be in Chicago, June 17th, mm-hmm. and TK said last night, oh, we'll announce where it's going to be next week. Now, either he's teasing because he knows we all know it's going to be Chicago, or they really are working through some shit with Punk.
0: No, I, that, that's my guess because it, and now, again, and I'm going to give some, so hold on, let me, let me get the, let me put that, where's the fucking, the hypocrite hat on really quick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to I I'm basing my shit off of what Dave said and I'm going to give somebody shit later for fucking living their whole life off of what Cornet says. But I'm just <laughs> I'm a guy that I will garner information from multiple platforms and right now multiple platforms are saying that there's beef. The AEW side is not saying a fucking word because they want to keep this hush hush, but according to Dave, people in the Warner Brothers side have been told to remove punk from everything. So again, this is I'm and again, for me and again, we can we can go back to the immediately, okay, hypocrite hat, I'm still wearing it the whole by the whole 9 yards, but I have not found a lot of false reports from Dave Meltzer when it comes to AEW shit. That's that's where I'm that's why I'm sticking with him. When he talks AEW, he not he probably knows what the fuck he's saying. He probably knows more people in the fucking back than anybody else does. You know what I mean? He probably has more fucking connects in that room than anybody else does in any other company anywhere. So I'm sure he's getting if he's getting shut out. Somebody in Warner Brother will gladly feed him, gladly feed him some info.
1: And Punk so I, also took shots at Brian,
0: and I still don't know what the fuck happened.
1: I just I'm, don't think anybody likes Brian Alvarez.
0: Nobody likes Brian. That's not true. Nobody likes Brian Alvarez. <laughs> Everybody likes. Let me stop myself. Nobody gives a shit about Brian Alvarez until they say something, and then they hate him. Because mm-hmm. he's just he's he's just another he's another cog in the machine. And again, and I listen to the dude all the time. I listen to his backup show with his with his buddy Vinny. You know, I listen with him and Filthy Tom. You know, I like his content, but he's to me. He is another cornet. He is another Bully Ray. You know, he's one of those guys where it's, uh, I have my narrative. I'm going to spew my narrative and that's my narrative. And either you can fuck with my narrative or you can't, or you don't, but this is what I'm sticking with. And, you know, be it as it may, I just prefer that narrative over the others. You know what I mean? Dave yeah. is a fucking info freak. So for those who are like, Dave just coming up with shit out of his fucking hair. Th- 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 If you ever watch one of these goddamn video episodes of their fucking podcast, this guy's got fucking papers fucking everywhere, bud. Fucking everywhere. He's finding notes in the middle. Hold on, let me find all these fucking papers and shit in the middle of the fucking show. So it's like, if you tell me Dave Meltzer's not doing his fucking like due diligence by looking shit up, you're full of crap. So I'll believe him over the rest of them. The rest of them are just fucking machines. Uh, Well,
1: Brian also hit back at Punk. Um Claiming Punk has beef with him because he dated Maria Canellis ye- years ago.
0: Oh, God damn. That's just stupid
1: now. I, I, I no, highly doubt Punk gives a shit anymore.
0: When the fuck did we go back to high school?
1: Punk went through several
0: I was about to say, divas he went through, at the he time. Went, went through a slew of
1: bitches, as we say on the streets.
0: But it, And, no, then, it's and just, then he
1: laid eyes on AJ Lee and thought, oh, that's it, I'm done.
0: I mean, can you blame <laughs> the man? Can you blame the man? Not one bit. <clears throat> but I, I, that's just it's. The, people are gonna have beef. They're gonna have dumb beef, and Punk likes to take the this, he likes to take this little itty bitty hamburger and smash it till it fucking like fits the whole table. You know what I'm saying? He will make any dumb thing gigantic because he's CM Punk, and it's and it works for him. I hate to say it, it works for him. Controversy
1: creates cash,
0: and he's got a butt ton of it.
1: I hate the fact that I just quoted Eric Bischoff.
0: Ah, son of a bitch! I was yeah. like, I heard that before.
1: Punk likes to roll with the punches, but if you look at like, there's so many screenshots of his Instagram stories because he he posts on his Instagram story a lot, and it's always mm-hmm. like a black screen, white text, long paragraphs. That's when he seems to kind of just not vent. necessarily defend himself, but just tell his side. Yeah, and it's more like he's not really cashing in with the controversy on his Instagram story. He's just telling it like it is.
0: That's why I'm saying he's just he's just letting it out. He's just venting, like God damn it, and just lets it out. And that's fine. I dig it. And I don't I don't have any beef with him. You know what I mean? I don't have any beef with him letting his frustrations out either. You know. However, if this now I had again, and I also had no idea what the fuck his beef was with Brian. But if it's because of it, him fucking some broad back in the goddamn day, are are you kidding me? Like
1: that—that's Brian's excuse. Um, Punk seems to think all these leaks uh, about his beef with AW and shit like that comes from Brian.
0: It comes well, probably him and Dave. But then again, why are you getting mad? Are you the, You're the one that's having an argument about a fucking guy that nobody heard about that you're demanding be a fucking an on-screen personality or or at least a fucking coach, which still chaps my ass, or whatever the fuck he was trying to get. I guess he wants him to be a producer. Yeah.
1: For what? But that's the thing as well. I mean, we're... Less than a month away from the TV show now And they've been planning it for months It's been leaked for months Would they not have sorted out the producers by now?
0: I would have thought That everything would be sorted out Everything You have a fucking poster You have given the fucking start date And the tour dates and all this shit To multiple platforms There are fucking how many shows did they bill On Dynamite 6 shows
1: 6 yeah and then they get All in Canada
0: all goddamn Canadian,
1: which which well, I think is hilarious, considering this whole thing came from Punk's beef with Kenny Omega.
0: <laughs> fucking, that's right, the God of Canadian. <laughs> Come on now, this is just it's just and very sweet. And Jericho, and Jer, and he's again the two people, the two people he's got the biggest beef with. Doesn't he also hate fucking Bret Hart?
1: Oh no, Punk loves Bret. Okay,
0: never mind. Punk idolizes there.
1: Bret. Um, so like, um, but he to seems to have his beef with Jericho,
0: from what the dirt sheets have said. I'm sure I'm sure nobody has beef anymore. I'm sure they've all grown a fucking pear and have fucking squashed it. I'm just thinking he's like, "Okay, cool. We squashed it. All right, sweet. I'm coming back." "Hey, I want this guy." "Well no. Well then I'm not coming back." And now we're at a fucking standstill again and it's like, "Oh, here we fucking go." You know, I'm sure and I'm sure that's exactly what's fucking going on. It's literally one of those things where everything's been fixed the adults came into the room and dealt with the situation and now he doesn't get the toy that he wanted and all hell's gonna fucking break loose again. It, give him the fucking job and just fucking move on then. Whatever. Who gives a shit? I'm over it. I'm over it. Because I don't want this fucking company to fail. And no. you're going and, and if you burn Warner Brothers now with a bad product after they fucking have just thrown money at you, regardless of the shitty fucking time slot or not. You got to fucking perform. You have to come in with numbers. And if you don't come out with numbers, you're going to look like an idiot. I would I would hope
1: that they were all over it by now. I know it's easy for us to say on the outside yeah. we weren't involved in the fight, but they had a little fight. They're in a business where egos explode. Fights happen all the time. Jericho squared up to Brock Lesnar one time. Get I mean, over it. Fucking balls. <laughs> They're all veterans. Yeah. They had a little scrap. Get over yeah. it.
0: Get over it
1: I'm I'm sure that's what Tony's thinking too Can we all just get along please
0: He's and and again (laughs) this is the dude who's Who blinked all three times During that fucking announcement Okay and if this fucking (laughs) wide eyed Son of a bitch who's fucking ripped on God only knows what can Move on from a bad situation Months ago Y'all can too and that's yeah. what we need to do. It's it's time to stop worrying about my ego and time to start worrying about the money. It's time to turn into Kevin Nash.
1: TK was sat right next to Punk when he imploded looking. TK was humiliated in that press conference. And he's just oh, thinking yeah. business now.
0: Well, yeah, but, uh, that's that's all you can do in this situation is put it in your rearview mirror and go make some money.
1: But you know what, though? He was wide-eyed as fuck, but his Tk's promos have become a lot less erratic than they used to be. He used to just regurgitate vocabulary as fast as he could, and he was so excited and he couldn't control the volume of his voice. But now he's a lot more calm and collected. He just needs to blink.
0: I was going to say, I was like, a couple more blinks, and you can, and you'll start to look a little human. Uh, but no, yeah, he's he has toned it down. They're pre-recorded now. Good job. I'm sure he goes in there. So on Friday. Okay. No, 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 no. Tony, Tony. I'm down. down." It's
1: very much like the Sami Zayn, um, Kevin Owens promo from this week's Raw, where Sami Zayn was just like exploding, and then it came to KO's turn to talk, and he's just like, I want to fight somebody, and Sam's like, okay, maybe I started off too high. I started at 10. You need to bring it down a little bit, and Kevin just wants to fight.
0: (laughs) I need you to bring it down. (laughs) You're the best, by the way.
1: Um, So that's Collision Um, It begins June 17th Hopefully If nothing changes in Chicago um, It means we're going to have another show to cover But it's kind of in the middle of our week So it's fine We should be able to cover it with no problems
0: Yeah for
1: sure Um, And it also I guess it means no more AEW pay-per-views on a Saturday
0: No that's fucking smart by the way
1: Yeah I You know what the time slot for me I don't know how it's We'll see how it goes because, you know, we're adults now. And for me, Wait Seth- a
0: minute. Or, or hear me out. And I know this is, we were getting ready to literally segue out of this. But oh what what if, and because WWF used to do this shit all the time, what if you were to use Collision as like the fucking pre launch show to your fucking mm-hmm. pay per view? You know what I mean? You're in the fucking arena, the same arena that you're gonna do uh, whatever the pay-per-view is that you know, double or nothing, all it, whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. you're gonna do, you're gonna do your thing, and so you've got the small crowd or whatever from the beginning that's bunched in, that's catching these, you know, fucking just television matches. But you know, you can have a fucking, you know, a, a fucking, you can have it promo-filled even. You know, you can figure something out. But I think that would be really cool if. If you decide that it has to be on a Saturday For whatever reason You know what I mean Say like Sunday just doesn't work Which I don't know how that works But say Saturday you have to do it Use that show to fucking segue into it
1: Maybe Maybe you know I mean? maybe an earlier start time That too Come on. Um, Hopefully that would also discourage TK From booking five hour fucking pay-per-views Um I'm
0: tired of falling asleep in front of my computer man <laughs>
1: But, I mean, Saturday and Sunday is just another work day for me, so I I don't know how the time slot's going to work. We'll see how it goes. But, I mean, I'm thinking for people, mainly teenagers, really, who are still, like, 14, 15, 16, whatever, they don't have school the next day. They can watch Collision.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: So it's a, it's a good time slot for the younger generation, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's... It's Yeah, it's better for the younger viewer, for sure. You know what I mean? It's the chill day. It's the relaxed day. Um, I think they feel it's going to be a little more chill for people to be able to watch it on that Saturday, even though they just DVR it on Saturday. Now mm-hmm. you're going to have D- people DVRing it on Sunday, and then you have to bring in the fun fact of what happens when the NFL season brings starts back up. How many people are going to DVR that fucking show on a Sunday morning?
1: Well, I mean, they move Dynamite and Rampage around when they have to, so we'll see what happens, I guess.
0: Oh, uh, well, we will see.
1: Um, But, I mean, they are going to face competition at some point from WWE pay-per-views. They run Saturdays sometimes. Yep. Um, In fact, I think all of the Big Five are on Saturdays now. Yeah. That so, an
0: NXT. Show, well, no, NXT things, do. They're all, like, on their fucking USA now.
1: Yeah, they do uh, pay-per-views, too, though, on weekends.
0: That's true. Whatever random takeover
1: mm. So bold move from TK uh, Bold strategy, and We'll see how it plays off But now we're taking a trip through the annals of time With This Week in Wrestling History There's not an awful lot of history this week And it's A nice mix of Ring of Honor, WWE, and Impact, and WCW. So we're kicking off May 12, 2012. Hello, Amir. At Ring of Honor Border Wars in Toronto, Kevin Steen began his reign of terror as ROH World Champion when he defeated Davey Richards. As for the undercard, man. Jay Lethal defeated Tommaso Ciampa. Lance Storm defeated Mike Bennett. Michael Elgin defeated Adam Cole. Roderick Strong defended the TV title against Fit-fucking-Finley. (laughs)
0: I can fit this.
1: <laughs> and yeah, wrestling's yes. greatest tag team A.K.A. on Benjamin Charlie Haas yes, Won sir. their second ROH tag team titles Defeating the Briscoe Brothers What their, a fucking card
0: Their fucking ring of honor run was something fun oh, I don't yeah. know if you ever caught any of it But it was fun
1: I caught glimpses uh, And it didn't seem real that Haas and Benjamin were back together
0: Seriously Seriously
1: but uh, they, I think they went back and forth with the Briscoes a couple of times over the tag team titles.
0: Oh yeah, they they were the ones that made me pay attention to the Briscoes.
1: <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go look up that pay per view. That's one hell of a show.
0: Fucking a, May
1: right. 13th, 2002, um, the WWE Women's Championship changed hands in a hardcore mixed tag match on Raw, as Trish Stratus and Bubba Ray Dudley defeated Jazz and Stevie Richards. What a random fact This Fucking was Trish's hell. Only second women's title um, And the first women's title change Under the WWE name
0: Back in the day
1: Yeah, because when jazz, right, did Jazz Did Jazz win into Mania Or did she walk into Mania as champion but Anyway
0: I want to say she walked into Mania as champion
1: That sounds about right But Jazz, jazz was women's champion around that time and then of course WWF became WWE Um May 13th, 2007, the complicated history of the TNA World Championship. So, the TNA World Championship was created um, on May 13th, 2007, as the company severed ties with the NWA. Christian Cage was stripped of the NWA World Championship before Kurt Angle defeated uh, Christian Cage and Sting to become the first ever TNA World Champion at Sacrifice. Um, If I remember rightly, they still had the NWA belts, Walking into the show So it was treated as a title defense But it it was essentially to crown the first TNA world champion Um, Team 3D were also stripped of the NWA tag team titles And awarded the first ever TNA tag team titles the next day Um, I'm not sure if this was That can't can't be the reason they severed ties But kayfabe perspective um, NWA severed ties because Christian Cage Refused to defend the title on NWA territories he only wanted uh, to defend it in CNA. That, that's the kayfabe reason, at least. Um,
0: all right. All right.
1: Yeah, I, I can't really remember what was the, the cause of the breakdown between NWA and CNA.
0: Personally, I just can't see Christian Cage telling fucking, <laughs> a fucking a promotion, no. I mean, I think he'd want to work everywhere.
1: Yeah, outwork everybody. Uh, uh-huh. You go fuck yourself. I only want to defend this. I know, I only want to defend your title in this company.
0: Right, in this company. <laughs>
1: um may 15th 2000 rick flair defeated jeff jarrett to win his seventh wcw world championship he was stripped of the title the following week by vince russo uh, yep. who i think awarded it back to jeff jarrett yep and, and it was then stolen by kevin nash
0: oh god i <laughs> we try not to think about the 2000 era because of just the fucking Hilarity and stupidity I mean hell fucking Dusty Rhodes was on fucking television More than fucking some people back in the 2000s God damn
1: The black and white logo era of WCW So bad Um, And finally Another bit of history involving Jeff Jarrett Like I said two weeks ago All of AJ Styles' NWA world title reigns Came at the expense of Jeff Jarrett Hell yeah And Hard Justice With Tito Ortiz A special referee I know Larkin's gonna love that one He defeated Jeff Jarrett To win the title For the third and final time Fucking
0: Tito Ortiz
1: Yeah He had a complicated history With TNA too And then they brought him in For a second one And it was like Holy shit It's Tito Ortiz And the fans were like Okay
0: (laughs) Well yeah Fucking TNA fans Are pretty hardcore They are like Yeah we fucking saw him last time
1: (laughs) We don't give a shit he didn't do shit. Yeah, TNA had a a little bit of an obsession with bringing in MMA guys who who were known but weren't huge, like Brock Lesnar or you know guys of that caliber. Well,
0: King um, and they typically were kind of. it uh, that's true. You have to be an MMA head.
1: Yeah, if, if you weren't really following MMA, you probably had no idea who King Mo was.
0: Yeah. That's I'll, I'll give it. Stephen Bonner, same thing. Oh yeah, no, fuck, <clears> I could totally. And then they brought
1: in that. Rampage Jackson, who I think became bigger after his TNA um, run. He did. But that's did. all your history this week.
0: Good history. All right, now let's have a little bit of fun, and let's see if y'all can get there before we do. If I don't guess the identity in two minutes, I'm cutting a sixty-second promo on whoever this son of a gun be at the end of the show. It's time to guess the wrestling. I wonder who this
1: could possibly be who is it who the hell is it guess the wrestler he's the bestler better, better than, than all, all the wrestlers. wrestlers all right two minutes on the clock um there's not an awful lot of championship history so i might have to play this one by ear but some of the accomplishments might give it away so we'll see how it goes time begins now, all right, this guy is a former WCW TV champion, the final TV champion, um, also a former WCW U.S. heavyweight champion. Um, as for Mid-South, he was Mid-South Louisiana heavyweight champion, North American heavyweight champion, and Mid-South UWF tag team champion. Twice.
0: the um, Fucking TV who the fuck was the last TV champ <laughs> That was in Mid-South uh, Former
1: IWA World Heavyweight Champion in Japan Let's see what else Malenko. Uh, Texas you... All-Star Heavyweight Champion um, Heroes and Legends Midwestern Champion Wow, well, that's an obscure one Jeff uh,
0: can't be dumbass Jeff Jarrett, is it? No <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>
1: uh, River City Wrestling, Legends Champion. Everybody. Um, He also won the Danny Hodge Trophy in 2016. I didn't even Danny. think he was still wrestling then.
0: Danny Hodge is a fucking top amateur wrestler. What the fuck? Uh, right, we're into
1: the final minutes, so let's get some Observer Awards. Most Improved, 1982. Most Unimproved, 1989. <laughs> Feud of the Year in 1985 with Ted Debussy. Aka DiBiase, um, twenty-eight seconds. Okay, WWE accomplishments: two-time Slammy Award winner, Hall of Fame, two thousand and eleven, and a former Royal Rumble winner.
0: Oh, it's okay. What of the Rumble, uh, fucking Dustin Rhodes. No.
1: Um.
0: No. Oh, shit. What else we got? Uh, not AJ Styles.
1: Pro Nope. Um, pro wrestling wrestler of the week in nineteen eighty-seven. Oh shit. Um, uh, Slammy Awards Terry won. Funk No I'm just kidding No um, There goes the time
0: Damn Stumped the shit out of me
1: um, The two Slammy Awards Were in 1987 For greatest hit And best vocal performance Hold
0: oh, what the
1: um, fuck The Royal Rumble win Was in 1988 what If that would
0: have Given it away what The fuck won in 88 Not Hogan. Oh, no, the fuck won an '88. I'm stumped. Which was also, I believe, yeah, the first ever Royal Rumble. Who won the first fucking Rumble?
1: Uh, if anybody's got this, good for you. Um, let's put everybody else out of their misery. So the first ever World Rumble winner and last ever WCW TV champion was.
0: Oh, oh, I fucking Jim, Jim Duggan. Duggan. Holy shit. Damn. OK, talk about some fucking knowledge for your ass right there. Fucking Jim. Du- OK.
1: Fucking I, G- I knew I'm that so too, that he was the final U.S. champion, but I forgot about it until I just read it.
0: See, that's not surprising that he'd be the final US champ But I was like, final TV champ I would have figured like regal oh, Did I say TV or...
1: champ? I meant US champ uh, TV champ, yeah, final TV champ yeah.
0: I was about to say, I was like, US yeah, That sounds perfect <laughs> But damn, okay
1: uh,
0: All right, I, Jim, I, I'm coming for you
1: I don't envy anybody that has to cut a promo on Jim Duggan Because he's one of the nicest guys in wrestling He really
0: history. is <laughs> Oh man I'm gonna have to fucking be so mean to Jim Duggan now. Oh, Jim. Poor.
1: Um, who did he beat for the uh U.S. title? I wonder.
0: I was about to <laughs> say, getting ready to look that shit up myself.
1: I don't have a year. u s so I'm to have to look for his name. Um, I'm. Oh, okay. It couldn't have been the '90s, was it? Wait. Oh, yeah. It was in the WCW era. So, oh, he beat Steve Austin.
0: Uh- I love it. I Held it for 100 days
1: it. and then lost it to Vader. Uh, that was in 1994.
0: Fucking wow. 2000. Who did he beat, though? Oh, it was vacated.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, final champion.
0: Yep, Scott Hall had abandoned it. and they, he, Oh, he, they said he found the bell in the dumpster. <laughs> a fucking son of a bitch.
1: I love these random. um oh,
0: God! You become
1: a champion just by finding it. Title changes like Shane McMahon became European champion because he took it out of the out of uh, whose bag was it? Was it Midian? No, Midian became European champion because he took it say, out of Shane Mac's bag.
0: There you go. Was, about to say it was the other <laughs> way
1: And Shane didn't give a shit.
0: No, <laughs> even though I missed that belt a little bit, like that was an awesome looking belt.
1: Bring back oh. European. Do it. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, or whatever it is you may be joining us, and head to the website once again, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com.
0: That's still to come. We got to Who will be the new world heavyweight champion? And AEW collision course is happening but again with or without punk. Debate that amongst yourself.
1: But there's definitely a uh, war brewing between the elite and the comeback club. But first, it's time for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Marks
0: say. Bet you fucking A-Steel is in this. OMG! Eggplant emoji. WTF! Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. He charged. Shit Marks say.
1: Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Third. Okay, how is TikTok looking for nerds this week?
0: TikToks nerds have uh, again have died. De- I, I'm, now here's what I'm thinking, and because now it's hard, it's been harder for me to find said nerds. I think I got on the right side of TikTok where I was like nice enough, and I wasn't bashing people, and I wasn't getting into arguments with nobody. And they were like sunshine and rainbows over here, because I'm hearing nobody bitching. I'm n- there's no white chocolate. There's no there's no nothing. Nobody's nobody's a, that's not true. There's um, they're the same debate. Going on right now about Seth and AJ And that's really about it But it's nothing about it is negative um, Somebody called AJ old That was about it And I'm like okay I, I, I mean I didn't want to make a it More than that So I mean TikTok has been has been tame So I think I need to like Start snooping on like my own private side And like sending shit to myself Like alright who who's the asshole Let me find some assholes on TikTok But y'all are clear for now I'm coming for you Come
1: fight. okay um as for the twitter side
0: oh god I'm scared oh boy
1: um obviously aw got some shit because they made an announcement happens um i'm just gonna go with michael two times for this nerd's name because it's two yeah. posts that are stupid um, okay. so first up, in response to the AEW collision announcement, he says nice nitro ripoff logo. It's not, it, it's a tribute, it's supposed to look like nitro. Tribute. Um, also having Orange Cassidy as one of the top talents is the kiss of death for this show. Motherfucker, you never Orange Cassidy is over as fuck with AEW, he's busting his ass every single week.
0: Give me a WC, he is, um. God damn it, I need a fucking... I need a real reference of somebody who could be, like, for WCW. He's like Eddie Guerrero-ish, but but better. If I fuck, come on, God damn it, there's something in my head I want... He's like Lex Luger. God, I hate saying it like that, but it's the truth. He is over as a motherfucker and then some. He could do nothing wrong. And everybody enjoys his matches. I mean, maybe in the 90s that would have been everybody for Luger, but everybody loves his shit. I really want to say he's like Dean Malenko. Just you, You have to watch his matches... And you're indifferent about his character. So yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Malenko. You're indifferent about his character because either you love the fact that he kind of cares, or you absolutely fucking hate it. And there's to me, there's no in between. But to say it's a fucking kiss of death, are you kidding me? He 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 is literally taken that mid card title and made it better than the TNT title. The fucking international title is better off than fucking some of the other belts on this brand. He puts on banger match after banger match and has had own and is at the point of his limit, if you will, as international champion, where they have to fucking give him a 21-man battle royal <laughs> just to fucking maybe crown somebody else. And here's the fucked up thing. If he fucking wins, if he wins and keeps that belt, people are gonna be fucking pissed. And I don't mean, and I don't mean like the people that enjoy this show, I mean the fucking nerds that hate him. They're gonna be fucking pissed. It, and it I always love it.
1: It always seems to me that the people that hate Orange Cassidy are the people that don't watch Orange Cassidy because he doesn't even really do the lazy gimmick anymore. He literally goes out there and busts his ass off.
0: The only thing that he does is the lazy gimmick is his shot is like those like lazy shots, but the but even them crowd. are
1: very rare these days.
0: The crowd pops like a motherfucker. So it's like I don't I, – that's where your disbelief goes away and you hear cheering and you're like, oh, this is cool. But Jim Cornette says it's not, so. Yeah.
1: Um, comment number two from Michael two times is, it's great to sell the same thing to the same people, but you need growth. And an almost 40-year-old man playing the cool teenager doesn't have long legs. Motherfucker, John Cena has been playing a teenager for 20
0: years. Huh? Aren't y'all crying about Randy Orton Not being able to wrestle What I I, How old is AJ Styles
1: I'm going down
0: the fucking name list
1: 344
0: He might be your next fucking world heavyweight champion Right How old is Brock Lesnar How old is Roman Reigns Ain't none of these cats fucking that goddamn young. So what the fuck is your point? What a growth 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 is what they're fucking doing. You just shout on orange Cassidy. That's fucking growth. That's growth. That's three years ago. Nobody, nobody that did not follow the indie scene knew who orange Cassidy was. Now there's motherfuckers today, today that barely watched wrestling. That'll hit you with the. You know what I'm saying? So what the fuck are we what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, I don't it has to grow. This is growth. This is growth. Like there's the, the, the difference between what's happening on this company and what happens in the other company is they don't see a champion and say, ride that shit till the fucking wheels fall off. They say, Who can we build off of this? Who can we whose stock can we increase off of this champion? Or off of this competitor, and they're able to take those and build cats. Does the other company do that? No, they take them up to here and they go whew, roller coaster, baby. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I'm going to break Michael's heart now. Roman Reigns is literally two years younger than Orange Cassidy. That's it.
0: Oh, old head. Fuck out of here. How old is Roman? Thirty-five.
1: thirty-seven. He's so he's he's pushing forty-two. That motherfucker old.
0: Oh, shut up. <laughs> he old shit.
1: Oh man, um, the second um, mark this week. Um, I don't actually know who it is, but it's the guy that hacked Matt Hardy because. Oh, shit. I mean, some, some of the stuff was Disgusting, but Do you really have nothing better to do?
0: No, no than... I, I don't understand that, too Like, what? That's my other thing It's like, as a guy who's, you know, in the fucking computer world And, you know, does the security Learning everything about it It's like In all reality, like Besides super personal, like, bank information And money and all this and that What the fuck else is there on anybody else's computer? That you really want. Or, or 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 even on their fucking Twitter. You know what I mean? You have access to everything they fucking post. You have access to everything they comment. Access to every fucking picture or video they post. What fucking more do you need? You need to hack it for to, to post dumb shit because... Your mom's basement got cold? Or maybe it got too hot. I, I don't know. But either one, it's fucking stupid... I just don't. I just don't get it. Like I hate. I don't. I don't give a fuck about Matt Hardy. In all reality, like I don't. I just. But I also don't see the fucking point of having to go out of your goddamn way to hack somebody's social media to post nonsense.
1: Yeah. And and personal nonsense too. Not just Matt Hardy as midget porn. Um. I, and then finally, an honorable mention. I'm not even going to change your name because everybody. Um who's a wrestling fan on Twitter, probably has seen this douchebag. Gareth. Um, WWE Gareth. I'm also ashamed to say he is a a fellow countryman of mine. But he is the epitome of Vince's dick rider. Constantly uh, taking a shit on anything that is not WWE. Says, anyone else find it suspicious that the usual ticket counters on here won't say how many tickets have actually sold for Wembley? It's as if they don't want the real number to be out there, because WWE has never lied about their attendance figures.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> How many WrestleManias has there been?
1: With with bloated numbers, many.
0: No, no. Now, oh, in That's general, not what I said. That was, <laughs> how many how many fucking WrestleManias has there been?
1: Uh, f- uh, f- thirty nine. Thirty
0: nine. For they've been bloating a number for thirty nine years, player. I hate to break it to you. I hate to I hate to be the one to pull the curtain back and tell you, fucking fairies ain't real, playboy. <laughs> but fuck, are you kidding me? Are you first off? If I'm not mistaken, when I last checked the number, they were like eighty three thousand. Sold, not, not pre-sale, not fucking reserve, sold, 83,000 sold, so, and they and that's right after they opened up more seats, the second they opened them, they fucking snatched them, they fucking snatched them, there's already talks of lots of international travel and all kinds of other shit, so, again, huh, are we, are we that mad that a different company, a different Company is going to go to a place Where your company Back in the 90s when Wrestling was hot as fuck It went there and did a great Show and sold out and did 80 something thousand and fantastic Is it that fucking bad that somebody In 2023 is doing It again but Bigger yeah How is that bad How is this how is This negative even For the E. Even for you E-fans out there. And I want you guys to, to, to don't get mad when I fucking say this shit. Your sports entertainment crap. This is good for wrestling. Wrestling. This is good for Japan. This is good for Canada. This is good for Mexico. This is good for Australia. This is good for the E. This is good for Impact. This is good for AEW. This is good for fucking wrestling. Look at the fucking Tokyo Dome this past year After years and years and years and years and years and years Of garnering more and more and more international fans It blew up again because of fucking Sasha Banks International stars Got that fuck eyes on that She got eyes on stardom She got eyes on fucking New Japan Strong It's... It's good for fucking wrestling. Okay, when you do a gigantic show where you have to fucking, the goalpost is set and you go to the goalpost and now you can just like fucking shoot the fucking ball in. Oh, we need to move it back. Okay, you're running alongside of it as they're building it backwards because that's how fucking full up they're being. It's good for wrestling. Get over your fucking self. Look, hey, I didn't I nobody bitched, not a single AEW fan bitched about Puerto Rico. Hell, I even said that was a fucking show, bud. That was a fucking show. I wish I was in that crowd. That was a fucking party. And I hope they fucking succeed in all the other international spots. Stop yeah. being so fucking bitter. Allow the allow the sport to fucking grow. Either under the E. Or not under the E Let it grow
1: I mean, there's it, talk about going to Puerto Rico every year for Backlash Do it
0: I fucking would I, I Are you kidding me? I mean, now granted Were they a little hotter for just Bad Bunny? I absolutely I will give you that That they were a little extra up here Just because of Bad Bunny Hell, the fucking women viewers were up a little bit Just because of Bad Bunny But still International Exactly. Internet and Carlito was the man. (laughs) And fucking Savio Vega. Come on, there's all kinds of shit. Savio Vega. Fuck. I mean, not bad looking for a dude who's in his 60s. I'll I'll give him that. But it's, it's, if you're going to get a decent crowd like this for your international shows, then do it. Do it, do it, do it. Mm. And I won't hate on it for it.
1: Now, the only thing we do um, protest is the fucking obvious Saudi Arabia shows, but that's a different story.
0: Well, we all know why. Yeah. That's obvious shit. Puerto Rico uh, ain't fucking, you know, hating women. <laughs> you,
1: you can drive, but we'll kill you.
0: Right, yeah. You want to drive down the street? <laughs> You're only going to make it down the block.
1: Controversial. Um, now, let's move on. Uh, actually, also, they are marks and that's the shit they say. Let's move on before we get arrested. Uh, we are one week away from our next special event, Full House. It takes place May 25th. Just a few days before AEW double or nothing, and it is full of championship challenges.
0: Goddamn right. The first championship that's up for the line is the Max Wrestling Tag Team Champions, as they will be defended in the first time as the Dragon Clubs, the Captain, and Phoenix defend against Daniel Crimmins and myself, the current and uh, previous Iron Bank, Mr. Iron Banks. So we will see who walks away Tag Team Champions. We, you may call us Team Iron Bank if you really want to get funky with it. Will we be Tag Team Champs, or will the Dragon Club reign supreme?
1: Yeah, I mean, Phoenix is a former Iron Bank winner, too. I'm the only one in this match that hasn't won Iron Bank. Um, hey. <laughs> well, Moses may be the current Mr. Iron Bank, but he's also your current reigning and defending world champion. And next week, he sees off the challenge of Anon Mascaras. And uh, after Mascaras kept me off the show last week, I'm willing to let the feud between Dragon Club and MDO subside for a week or for a match to fully support our champion.
0: Love it, and I'm glad for the backup. However, the feud will continue as next as this next match as the captain defends the television champion under TV rules against Ted P. De Niro in first-time-ever promo clash. Is Teddy walking out television champ? Or is this Daz's title for the time being?
1: All I can say is made a best man win. <clears throat> and finally, your main events with the Double or Nothing Rules final encounter as Kenny Killer defends the Knowledge Championship against Beer. Um, we're also going to crown the group MVP. Will it still be Travis? I do know uh, Daniel Crimmins is gunning for it. Every single day I see a Ric Flair react me.
0: <laughs> it's great. I'm loving it.
1: <laughs> um... And, of course, like I said, we'll be predicting double or nothing. Um, But it's also double predictions because we're going to... Normally, we don't predict the Saudi shows, but I feel like Night of Champions is too big not to predict, so we might have to do double predictions next week. Um, But for more information, go to maxwrestlingnet.wheely.com slash fullhouse for more information. But wait, there's more. Yeah. I said... Well, I mean, I I was kept up to show last week, but I... Give it in right at the very end. If you caught that, I did say there would be an announcement this week which concerns the Knowledge Championship and Kinney and beer. So um, after three years, there is no Champions Chase at this year's Trivia Takeover next month. We're taking a little break from that. It's it's very difficult to edit, I must say. I believe um, it. Instead, the main event will be the first ever Champions mountain. Where one formidable challenger will attempt to answer a maximum of 15 multiple choice questions correctly, or at least more than the champion. And if it ends in a draw, there will be a rematch at Fight for the Knowledge 2. But that's not the big announcement, because that format has been shown on the website for a while now, for those of you who have dug deep enough to find it. The announcement is the challenger. Because whoever wins between Kenny and Beer will carry that knowledge championship into Trivia Takeover to defend against the lawyer, Chad Malcolm.
0: Bullshit.
1: Um Now, I would say that's because we're kind of ripping off his idea, but at the same time, he ripped off the original idea from ITV. So, it it, it is basically who wants to be a millionaire, but shh. So, Kenny or Beer, whoever walks out as knowledge champion, you will have to defend that title against Chad at Trivia Takeover in the Champions Mountain. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's the interview queen, Alicia Attute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Max. In other news. Um, so, Roman's not defending the universal title at Night of Champions. When he reaches a thousand days Instead he and Solo Are going to be challenging Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens For the undisputed tag team titles A little and controversial
0: A tad controversial I mean uh, Roman four belts Is uh, <laughs> it's Kind of much but um, I also Don't I kind of don't hate the idea But this also like I, Personally I'm like this is literally signing us Up for uh, the Usos To fuck them over
1: Well, well yeah Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, it's, the tension's been building for weeks, and I think this is the first time, really, that Roman's got in Jimmy's face. And Jay, of course, was very quick to step in and defend him. Um, but yeah, um, this is literally Roman fucking over the Usos, so how long is their loyalty going to last now? Because he ignored them for like a month, and when he finally did get face-to-face with him again, he stole... Or, I get my, who made him the matchmaker anyway, but took right. their, uh, up another opportunity at the tag team titles, even though they failed twice. But
0: Still. But, I mean, uh, it's, um, again, interesting, but I'm, I'm with the notion that this is going to build towards the final break, and we'll go from there. You know, maybe the Usos are face after this. Maybe mm-hmm. they just hate Roman. I'm sure it'll be face.
1: Yeah, and hopefully to the uh, tag match... The inevitable tag match between Roman and Solo and The Usos takes place um, at, at the soonest pay-per-view after this, because I heard a rumor they were going to maybe do it at SummerSlam, but that that's a no-no for me, because that's like your second biggest show of the year. Roman needs to defend that Universal title, even though we know he's going to retain. Um, but, but that's the thing. Personally, I think it's a stupid move to not have Roman defend the title on the same day he hits a 1,000 days because he would, we know he's going to successfully defend it no matter what until they decide to go over Rowan and Cody too. But, I mean, what if you'd set up a title defense at Night of Champions and maybe, maybe there's a chance he loses it on the 1,000th day. Wouldn't that be more dramatic to, it'd be like, is he going to go to 1,001 or is he going to lose it on his 1,000th day?
0: I like but, that. That's a story worth telling. I mean, considering the fact that we are at that point where it's like, what what number do you guys need to fucking hit to end it? Right. You know what I mean?
1: He's not going to hit Bruno's number. There's no way he's we're doing another six thousand days.
0: Oh fuck no! Fuck no! That'd be that would be asinine.
1: It, it's got to be at least until next year's Mania. It's got to be Cody Roman too. Yeah. I keep saying why else would Cody have agreed to come back? Because he's made it clear that he wants that WWE title. That's the only reason he came back. Um and he he just got butt fucked at mania. <laughs> so.
0: He did. No, God's honesty, he did. And I mean it's like the to just add another 365 to it, it's like, yeah, that looks good in the record books, but it looks really bad as far as storytelling, and that's where we're at. It's bad storytelling, but if it's the end result, I'll get over it, and we can move on with our lives.
1: Yeah, I I just kind of feel like it, it's running out of steam now. It's been impressive, no doubt. Roman's been great in this character. But they've even gotten lazy with it now where he's not defending it very much. He's barely on the show. If you're going to be champion for fucking three years, be on the show.
0: Be on the – at least be – yeah, at least be there. Look at it, him, it,
1: it's not the territory days anymore. There's TV every single week, two shows a week, pay per views every month. You can't just half ass it anymore.
0: Yeah. Like BMJF. Do you just fucking show up and do commentary? I don't fucking know. Like, it's not hard to just be there as the champion.
1: And, and to not be on a pay per view is kind of pricky. Uh,
0: extra pricky. You're the fucking champion. You, were, you Well, at the time, you were the only champion.
1: Not so, just the champion, you're holding two titles, so you're hogging two belts. Two motherfuckers. So much that they've had to create another belt. Cause why get rid of
0: two when you can just add one?
1: We also uh we need a unified world um WWE title now because yeah. it's so confusing for some people. Roman's the undisputed WWE universal champion, he's carrying around two belts, but that's apparently one title. Then we got the World Heavyweight title. We're going to have three championships, even though two, there's only two champions. Just yep. fix it, please. Fix it. Um, and speaking of the world title, we know it's either going to be AJ Styles or Seth Rollins. Um, I'd be more inclined to go with Rollins. I mean, I love AJ, but I think... Uh, Rollins has earned it.
0: I w- Yeah, I want to say Seth Rollins is literally the guy right now. And uh, he's... He's... I don't want to say he'd be better off. I'm a sucker for AJ. You know what I mean? I'll fucking sign me up for an AJ title win. I won't be mad if they go his way. But I really do think it's Seth Rollins and then everybody else. Like That's how they view this right now. And especially for this. And he would work awesomely. He's definitely the fucking Triple H, you know what I mean, of this fucking company. So, yeah, crown him your world champ. Give him that awesome belt and fucking run with it. See how far you can roll with it. And then, again, to to build off of the AEW logic, you can use Seth to build a lot of cats, especially Mm. with that belt, because you have a fucking champion on the show.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think AJ needs the world title right now. Um, AJ's always going to be popular no matter what because he's just that fucking good. But I think Seth has earned needs and deserves this title because he's been so popular for so long. Um, if it wasn't the Roman era He probably would have been a WWE champion again by now Oh for sure In the, in this run Especially um, this run. Yeah And I hate the fact that I'm probably going to have to watch this damn pay-per-view To see this match Damn it I've only ever watched one Saudi show And it was the first ever one And after that uh,
0: I think I was listening to it at work But yeah
1: yeah. I have, and, I, and I know I've missed some great matches But it's a principal thing Mm-hmm um, I still haven't seen Seth and Edge's Hell in a Cell match, and apparently it was match of the year. Sure, why not? Um, and finally, final bit to talk about from WWE. Um, Mustafa Ali earned his shot at Gunther at Night of Champions.
0: He's gonna die.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of clear why he got the shot, but Gunther's gonna kick his ass anyway.
0: Yes, yeah, sorry. You're <laughs> losing to the white man and Saudi player.
1: God, Gunther's just on another level right now. The presence he had when he walked into Raw the first time, even it, even when it was just backstage, he's such a fucking
0: star. He really is, and, and I think, and I think if you really wanted to pass the buck on this world title from Rollins really fast, Gunther's your mm. number one. He is your number fucking one. <laughs>
1: When they were walking backstage through RAW, I cracked up at Akira Tozawa, just walking out of the dressing room, seeing them wide-eyed, straight back in the dressing room.
0: See, I'm not fucking with him. <laughs> Akira's smart, smart man.
1: Um. See, so yeah, I mean, good job to WWE for building this pay per view. I might actually watch it for once. Um, we'll 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 see. Big. I yeah. mean, it's the same night as Double or Nothing, so.
0: Uh, oh, is it the same
1: night or the next night? I know they're the both night. this weekend.
0: Oh, no. Double or Nothing is next weekend.
1: Yeah, so's is uh, Night of Champions.
0: Oh, bullshit.
1: Double or Nothing on the Sunday. Night of Champions is oh, on the Saturday.
0: Oh, you smart <laughs> motherfuckers. got <laughs> <laughs> you with your pants around your ankles.
1: But it's also going to be a, a weird time, of course, because it's in Saudi. So it's going to be like middle of the day for us. Probably early ass o'clock for you.
0: Well, I'm really fucking... Well, I don't know, because most of the Saudi shows in all reality, if I'm not mistaken, they normally do, like, in the morning. It's like 9 in the morning. And I'm like, that's not fucking terrible, but I'm normally doing homework. I ain't got no fucking time to be watching no fucking <laughs> Saudi shows and shit. But I might have it on in the background. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Also, damn you, TK, for booking a pay-per-view on my wedding anniversary.
0: What you are we doing? We're we
1: watching Double, a- or watch Double or
0: Nothing. Watching Double or Nothing,
1: paper. A a true idea.
0: I've got every like. I bought <laughs> fly, like you gotta buy some flowers and some candy and some this like and the whole shebang. And then maybe, just maybe, you won't get yelled at. Right? Damn it, TK God damn it, TK
1: Um. All right. So, on to, speaking of TK on to AEW again. Um. We kicked off Dynamite with Wardlow calling out Christian Cage, um, daring him to spit in his face. But then, as Christian <sniffs> Pocked it up, Wardlow just grabs his throat. Luchasaurus attacks, and then we get a ladder pulled out. And obviously, we, this is leading to a ladder match at double or nothing.
0: So, by the way, Wardlow's, uh, it's come down here, spit in my face. Has gone viral on TikTok with, uh, if, if, uh, if, R- if Rhea Ripley ever got close up to me, and I'm just like, yep, oh. like that one. Oh, God. Uh, I know we're, <laughs> we're disgusting all the animals on TikTok. I know. Uh, but it was you just vulgar awareness. people. You vulgar sons of bitches. But, um, <laughs> To get to the actual fucking match that they're trying, they're trying to build here. We didn't need this. We didn't need a gimmick. You did not need a fucking ladder match to fuck Wardlow out of the TNT title. You could easily have fucking Luchasaurus go in there and beat him up. And, you know, you could have gotten more out of it. I'm just saying, Christian, and, and this is one of the few times where I'll actually praise Christian. He's very good. He, he knows what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? And there's not a lot of cats anymore that that do, especially at his fucking age. He knows what he's doing. But to fucking put him in a goddamn ladder match after he fucking ripped his shoulder apart, mind you. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, fucking fresh off surgery. Barely. You know, he's probably barely fucking cleared. You can put him in a ladder match. That's one that traps my ass. But two, he's a great enough worker that you, he could have put something good together with Wardlow. But you add the gimmick of a fucking ladder match and you can kind of take away some of it. And to me, to me, you're guaranteeing a Luchasaurus fuckover. You're guaranteeing Luchasaurus to get involved and in fuck over Wardlow so Christian wins the belt. Because who? what kind of friends does Wardlow have besides Arn Anderson? What I mean, other friend does he have?
1: I, I can see him coming through. I mean, we all assume the ladder match is Christian's match. Um. Yeah. But Wardlow's been let down twice now on the CNT title. They they need to run with this one. Also, if you lose, Aaron Anderson's going to shoot you.
0: The fucking aim right right in the face, <laughs> right in the face. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overly excited for it. But I'm I'm hoping they can turn my negativity around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They they really need to work on that CNT title.
0: Um, yes, the do. hot
1: potato title. Because, like you said, look at the international title and how hard Orange Cassidy Has fought to defend that title. That's what's made it much more feel more important than the CNC title and more prestigious.
0: The same thing happened with the cruiserweight title in WCW over the television in the U.S. because of banger match after banger match after banger match. More people gave a shit more about the cruiserweight than any other other belt. So do the same fucking thing. Do the same thing Give me good matches If you're gonna hot potato this motherfucker Everybody and their mom's gonna be a TNT champion Then give me better matches Give me quality people Give me something Give me substance Don't give me the same people So you could be a three-time champion You could be a three-time champion She could be a three-time champ Like I No No
1: Um, And all all of the four Well Apart from MJF all the four pillar challengers had their moments this week, um, beginning with Darby Allen teaming up with Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. They got the win with the Orange Punch and the Cuff and Drop. Um, big Bill, I still can't take the name seriously,
0: nope, and Lee either. Moriarty.
1: Um, oh, big Billy. And it was later on when Orange Cassidy opted to defend the title in the Battle Royal at double or nothing. Uh, he this just said, fuck guy. it, everybody's coming after me. I'll face them all at the same time.
0: Has this fucking match? He, he he takes a breather. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to give him an interview. They ask him a fucking question. They leave. They ask Darby a question. They come back, and they're talking to fucking Orange again. And I'm just like, did you get bored back there? Like, Renee's just like, all right, where'd Orange go? <laughs> or, I forgot to ask you something, Like
1: He needed players. a rest in between questions.
0: I guess. It, or that, or he just stopped giving a shit, which I'm going <laughs> to go with the latter.
1: Uh, but, I mean, it was nice of him to offer Renee a spot in the Battle Royal too, but um, she's busy. <laughs>
0: That fucking killed me. Oh, I was dead. <laughs> He's all like, you know what? Let's make it like twenty. And then that means me. So that's like twenty-one. And we're in Vegas, it's blackjack battle royal. Unless you want to be in it. And I'm all like, oh, that's so nice. It's so nice. <laughs> nah, I'm good. John's like, what the fuck do you do? You just, <laughs> did you just do what to my wife? You tell her you can make a battle royal? Are you crazy? I've been asking her for that for years. <laughs>
1: Um, I I really don't know how to call this one though. I mean, it would be so impressive for Orange Cassidy's reign if he was to successfully defend it in this battle royal. But I can see somebody right. just bodying him. Somebody like maybe Miro.
0: That's what I'm afraid of. And no, let me stop myself. That's not. I don't want to use those that exact term like that. Um, I'm not afraid of any. I just feel like they. They don't want him to lose one on one. And I dig that. And I do. And I really, really do. But that's how you fucking build people, man. I'm sorry. That's how you fucking build people. People got to lose for other motherfuckers to win. You don't have to have a battle royal or some whateverness to fucking build somebody without fucking somebody else over. Orange isn't going to go down if he lost. If he lost to a comparable opponent, if he lost to a Miro, if he lost to a, you know, I'm trying to think of, of a, a fucking, a, a, Ward, a Wardlow, a Christian Cage. If he lost to somebody like that, a Samoa Joe again, it all would make, or, you know, I would make, it would make sense. It would make sense because it's a comparable opponent. But, I don't know. I, now kind of gives you the idea that anybody can win this belt and there's probably going to be a group of motherfuckers. I bet you will be Roosh and... You know, mm-hmm. God only knows who else is going to be in this fucking thing. So I like it. But then again, I'm also with the with the notion that let him just fucking win it to piss off the marks, to have somebody gigantic come in and beat him. Maybe Jay White beats him, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't come in, but, you know what I mean? Maybe Jay White ends up being the guy that beats him. Maybe maybe Will Osprey hangs out, you know, and, and beats him. You know what I mean? There's – there's there, uh, what if Koda shows up? Oh. <sighs> Cody wins the fucking, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's like, let him go to this pay-per-view, have him get that much more fucking over, and then the only guy that can beat him is somebody who is not of this company. And now they are because they beat him. Like, that. that's a, be- for me, that's a better story to tell. Don't get me wrong. I, I I love me a good battle royal, especially when they're good. I love me a good battle royal. I just feel like this is lazy. You've backed your way out of, put, you know, beating Orange Cassidy.
1: Typically, when AEW do a Battle Royal, suit, there's a, a surprise debut.
0: That's true. That is true. So we'll 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 see how that goes.
1: Uh, like we said, the um, the four pillar challengers all had their moment this week. So Darby yeah. won this tag match. Sammy Guevara uh, squashed a jobber.
0: Squashed a shit out of some nerd because he's in Houston, baby, hometown.
1: He, he got a nice reaction, too. I know it was hometown, but, I mean, Sammy's getting, been getting booed for months, so it was nice to see uh, a good pop for him.
0: He's an excellent heel, but slowly coming around as a face, and I think people are going to start to like him a little bit more. I'm, uh, I, I've am i been asked this question like nine times. What happens if Sammy wins? What happens if it's Sammy that wins? I'm going to go fucking nuts. That's what's going to happen. Like, I've been telling everybody, dude, I've been following Sammy Guevara's career since he had a fucking 1, 1. 1.5 – you know, 1.5 thousand viewers on fucking YouTube. Yeah, 1.5 thousand subscribers. You know what I'm saying? My motherfucker, my man had nothing. He had nothing. You understand? And I followed his entire fucking journey from the fucking roughest indies to fucking wrestling in bars to A, to AEW. I've been there for most of it, you know, for the majority of it even. So it's like, if he wins, I'm invested like the rest of them and I'll pop just like I've been living next door to him in Houston.
1: So oh, if he if he if
0: he wins, the tissues are coming out. Oh, for a lot of people, for a lot of people. <laughs> but then again, I feel like that could kind of be the 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 reception for anybody anybody that beats Max. You know what I mean? Like you have a reason to get emotional and be very happy if Jungle Boy were to win it. Like, oh my God, he's been down for so, but he beat the fucking world champ. He went from being the guy that he we weren't sure if he was gonna win this week or this week to the motherfucking world champ. To well, fuck, dude. Darby Allen feels like a world champ because you know, he could be the Sting. You know what I mean to this. You know, in the AEW thing, and then you know we already know about Sammy. So, it's it's one of these things where it's anybody. If it's one of those, like anybody, but Max wins, and we're all going to be happy. People are going to be really pissed if Max wins, but at the same time, it it would make sense.
1: Yeah, and I I feel like MJF will beat all three of them just to piss people off. Yeah. Um, but. but- it's Speaking of Jungle Boy, he had his moment Defeating Roosh um, People God seem damn. to be turning on Jungle Boy Well not, well, not turning God. on him But seeing damn. him as the weakest pillar Now for sure. Chad asked us a couple of weeks ago How we rank the four pillars And I was like MJF Sammy, Darby, Jungle Boy And I, I do love Jungle Boy But I feel like he's got the most to improve Compared to the other three Yeah, um, I'm with that Darby is a an aw through and through. Sammy has just evolved into this undeniable young megastar. MJF is fucking MJF.
0: <laughs> yeah, MJF is is a is uh, a one of a kind generational talent, as they, as he loves to proclaim, and he is very right to proclaim it.
1: Um, but yeah, Jungle Boy, I think would be the least likely to win this. Um, as as popular as he is, as as likable as he is. I still think he has the more, the more, the most work to do out of these guys yeah. um, Without any disrespect or anything
0: No, it's not like it's a bad thing it's, it's not like it's a bad thing But he has not established himself as a singles guy I still look at him as the fucking Jurassic Express You know, him and Luchasaurus I know it's, they had a feud I know they broke up and the whole everything I get it He just never got out of that stage for me and I'm sure that I'm not the only one that feels that way. Mm. I know he could be big. You know what I mean? He's the son of a fucking Hollywood star who passed away, you know, and his lifelong dream was to was to do this. You know what I mean? It's all heartfelt and heartwarming in the whole nine. You know, and I could see it. I just maybe just not right now. You know, get uh, build him. Build the fuck out of him. Start coming to California more if you need a kid to get over. Like, that's all you need is just be in California. Fuck kids over to shit everywhere in this state. But you got to do something for him. Not just with him. Don't just put him in shit. You need to start doing stuff for him. Build him. Yeah. It can be done.
1: MJF is obviously right at the top.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: Darby and Sammy are at that level. But it can yeah. get to the next stage where Jungle Boy is just getting to that next level.
0: Yeah, he's fine, he, like he's he's on a pedestal, don't get me wrong, but that pedestal is like down here while everybody else is like good two steps up. He's trying mm-hmm. to get on that level. He, and, he, and he'll get there. I'm not nobody's getting negative like that. He will get there.
1: We've just we've just seen more from Sammy and Dobby.
0: Yeah. Well, they've had way more opportunity too.
1: True. Especially Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see if if there's a a breakout new champion or if MJF proves he is the strongest pillar. Um, so Shivani intended to interview Team Go Away, aka yes. Jarrett and nope, Team Go Away company. Um, but FCR attacked, knock, fucking knocking Satnam Singh off the stage it was hilarious.
0: Oh, I died! <laughs> oh, I fucking was like, oh, I hope he's down forever. <laughs>
1: Because I, I, I didn't even... Well, I think I saw Dax coming through the curtain, but the camera was so close to Satnam and then the next thing, he was just fucking down uh, there.
0: Great. <laughs> great.
1: And it took him the entire segment to get back up. It was great. Um, and it was going well until Jarrett and co. turned the tables. And if things weren't bad enough with Jeff Jarrett on the verge of a fucking title win in 2023... And him being on TV every fucking week. Karen Jarrett debuts. Oh my! God. Tony, what are you doing to us?
0: Fucking guard. First off, my first reaction was, who the fuck is this big bitch? And then I just heard a bunch of. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. That's his fucking wife. And they're like, yep. And I'm like,
1: great. He- the Karenist Karen of all time.
0: We're officially in WCW.
1: I no. I, I thought after Impact we had escaped Karen Jarrett's uh, voice for one thing.
0: She didn't talk yet, so thank fuck. She God.
1: hasn't talked yet, thankfully, but uh, she she's in AEW on TV right. now, so things uh, I... just went from shit to shitter.
0: Right, the shitter's full, Jack, and it ain't flushing.
1: And I'm sorry that we're shitting so much on the Jarrett's but I, I don't need it.
0: No, I don't need it. I'm. I, it's. It's like I get it, dude. Jeff Jarrett is the ultimate heat magnet, and I think I admitted the other week that you know he's ex- excellent, excellent at his job. There you go. I gave you the fucking props. Now please go fucking home. Go home and take your wife and stay there. Because they don't need a guy in near 60 years old, or already 60 in his fucking reality, probably, to be fucking wrestling in a prime time spot in a brand new company where we're trying to actually build people and the only person you have built is yourself. You didn't help him get you didn't help Jay Lethal get better. Sodom Singh isn't bigger because of you. Fucking Sanjay Dutt's not any bigger because of you. Nobody, or, nobody nobody, is garnered from the fucking Quote-unquote Jeff Jarrett rub Other than Jeff Jarrett true, very, oh, very true
1: I mean oh. we made the comparison to Sting last week Jeff Jarrett's younger than Sting But Sting hasn't elevated Sting Sting, he's wrestled oh. a couple of times And put on a performance, sure But he's elevated Darby Allen.
0: Yes He helped Darby He made Darby He helped push a kid You've done nothing but push yourself,
1: and now your wife,
0: and now your fucking wife. Oh, oh fuck me.
1: Uh, na- name call of the night was Tony Shivani with Sanjay.
0: Done. Okay, Dud.
1: Even Taz couldn't help but crack up.
0: Oh yeah, he was. He's <laughs> he was like, well, obviously he doesn't like him. <laughs> Taz is the best. Sometimes. I think.
1: I think Taz accidentally sniggered. And then he realized he sniggered on air So he couldn't ignore it So he had to address it Because oh, Tony man. was like Sanjay dut. And you just heard Taz go <laughs>
0: <laughs> Broke Taz. And
1: then Taz was like I like the way he said dut. That. that was funny
0: That is the one good thing I do I will admit that I like about um, Taz being on commentary He gave He gives that dark and rampage feel Where they're having fun They're having fun Yeah the commentary.
1: There, There's no script for Taz
0: it's beautiful. There should never be a script for fucking Taz. Never.
1: Oh, there should never be a script for commentary. Just let them do their thing. Look at how oh. much Michael Cole's improved without Vince yelling in his ear all the time. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something I never thought we'd say. Look how much Michael Cole has improved. Wow. But,
0: well, hey, thanks to fucking the lack of Vince and some Pat McAfee, fucking he got more than tolerable.
1: This this is the thing. Maybe Michael Cole's always been good. We've just never had the opportunity to see it before.
0: Yeah, there was no personality, originality. There was regurgitate. Thank God somebody told him to stop.
1: <clears throat> um, we had another encounter between the Outcasts and Bret and Sheeta. I, I I'm I really find it difficult to to care about this feud anymore. Um. And again, we've got this women's feud on TV. We've still got no fucking Jade on TBS. Your TBS champion is still not on fucking Dynamite.
0: Why? You're pushing the fuck well, because she's officially become the face now of TNT or TBS because of, uh, oh no, I guess TNT or what have you because yeah, of uh, Collision. Or what have you. I don't know. She she was used as a face on uh, on a display thing for Warner Brothers. Yeah. So it's like she's being she's being pushed as this over the top thing So it's like great Then put her on your fucking main show Like come on Put her on the main show You're obviously You guys are leaving TBS To stay strictly to TNT So put her on fucking the main show now Put her on Dynamite And yeah that that It chaps my ass This was a fucking Whatever match Only positive is Fucking Sheena got new music Yeah Good for her That's about it Cause I was like Who the fuck is this coming at
1: But I- I just feel like we've seen it a dozen times now. It's just a run-of-the-mill tag match between the Outcasts and somebody involved with Britt Baker. Yep. Um, There's some shenanigans, there's spray paint, and the Outcasts get the win. It's just rinse and repeat.
0: And Debo, baby. Um, I mean, all
1: four of them brought the work, but give us something different, please. I'm I'm tired of seeing... These tag matches every week.
0: Yeah, what and are I we know. Soraya to?
1: had a singles match every week, but
0: still. But that's but that's where I'm going. That's where I'm leaning on. Is is where are we? What are we leading to? What are we doing?
1: Yeah, we, I mean? haven't we already had, Brit, um, Tony and Ruby, and Soraya against Britt, Jamie, and Cheetah.
0: Hmm.
1: So I feel like we've had the payoff match. Why is this feud still going?
0: Uh, I have no fucking idea. What are you going to do? Mean, women's war game?
1: I mean, I, well, I mean, we know now we're going to get Jamie and Tony in a rematch for the women's title at Double or Nothing.
0: That's but is that the so, end game? That feels so fucking forced. It does, yeah. There's been so fucking forced.
1: It's been a team game the whole way through. Now, all of a sudden, it's about these two for the women's title.
0: Right? It's like, huh? <sighs>
1: Do better with the women, Tony.
0: ASAP, man.
1: And put Jade on your fucking TV show. That's
0: the first fucking thing you do. The first fucking thing.
1: Uh, what else we got? We got uh, Roddy Strong and Jericho with a false count anywhere, match.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Old-school hardcore match
0: is what it was. <laughs> Fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Fucking throwing each other everywhere, chopping the living dog piss out of each other. Fucking hell, Roddy. He's all like, I'm in Reseda. No, the fuck you're not, player. No, you're not in Reseda. <laughs> but they just, were I, mean,
1: I guess the surprising thing was Jericho, the wizard, fell for the trap. Mm-hmm. Um, Because... Uh, he's got the injunction against Adam Cole. Adam Cole can't enter the building. Then he made the mistake of leaving the building mm-hmm. as he was fighting Roddy Strong. So the fight spreads outside. Boom. There's a boom. There's Adam Cole.
0: Baby. Right. And it worked out beautifully. I mean, now, granted, I was kind of like, I was like, please be some water. Please be some water. I'd be like, if Bob the Fish has returned, I'd be like, you want to swim with the fishes? Like, just give me like one cool like movie line and like throw him in some water. I would have fucking died. Bob Fish would have been the greatest guy ever But no they didn't do Bob the Fish It's okay
1: hey, Nobody does about Bob Fish anymore
0: uh, He's boxing
1: now. <clears throat> yeah Yeah i just give us a, uh, a throwback To Al Snow getting pinned in the Mississippi River And that's yep. when you know you've got a perfect False count anywhere match
0: Fuck <laughs> yes dude
1: um, But obviously this feud is far from over Adam Cole did get, Obviously get one over on Jericho in this match But um I mean, we got to be building today their one on one match, which I don't Cage. think is happening at double or nothing because they've left it, it too late to book.
0: It, it, no, it fucking better happen at double or nothing. Do you understand me? You can't drag this out no more. Well, what next, more are you going to do?
1: Next pay per view is probably going to be. What's after double the or nothing? Oh, Forbidden Door, yeah.
0: So. No yeah you're gonna need if, if, if Jericho isn't gonna be on tour and, and he's gonna wrestle and all that shit Same thing with Adam You're gonna need them for any possible international wrestling matches You know what I'm saying You're gonna need them for, for an Okada For a uh, fucking you know whomever I just feel like you can't push this Till
1: uh All in would be the next one
0: And how far is that though
1: that, That's in uh, end of August Which it would be a big match For the show you finally get the payoff between Adam Cole and Jericho, but can you ex- can you extend this feud? Can you ban Adam Cole from the building for two months? Three months? You
0: you would have to in all reality, you would you would have to do something to Brit to get her off television for a long time. Did that forcing their hand to get Adam off television for a long time, but he just came back. So you blow it off. This has to go this has to end the pay-per-view. Has to does isn't fucking Fozzie getting ready to go on tour?
1: Yeah, but, um... Jericho doesn't seem to take breaks for the tours anymore. He just works.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he just fucking private private jets it everywhere. Bang out a concert, just fucking sleep on the jet, go fucking work out, and go fucking wrestle.
1: Rock, rock style, lifestyle.
0: Must be nice, shit. <laughs>
1: um, we mentioned Jay White. He, um... Got a got a DQ win over pretty Ricky. I'm not sure where we're going next with this one.
0: I don't know either. Um, I don't. I don't know if many people. I don't know that um, Ricky Starks has many friends for him to have like a random one off tag match. But I don't know. Maybe they'll have like a two out of three falls or something. I, I don't know. And, and in reality, <laughs> I'm just like, is this just gonna be this this? We have to do something, right? It's either it's either Ricky Starks is gonna get a win. For motivation or uh, you know elevation, what have you, or yeah. it's going to or going to happen for Jay White. Question is when, when. So I don't know. I'm uh, I'm indifferent. I'm let's for lack of better words, I'm indifferent. I need Jay White to start winning, but not again, by DQ, not by DQ. Exactly, thank, you, not by DQ, because that's the uh, fourth maybe D fourth maybe fifth DQ in all of AEW history.
1: Yeah, they they're very rare.
0: Stupidly rare.
1: They say Monday night, pal.
0: Nor fucking Friday.
1: And of course, finally, the final segment. Um, Don Callis' explanation that wasn't an explanation. He wasn't even gonna give us an explanation. Eh. But he barely got out what he was gonna say before Kenny interrupted.
0: It worked it worked perfectly. This is awesome. Uh, was it Anarchy in the arena is what we're yeah. getting. So the the giant uh, pre-edited kind of match Well, I don't know, they did it live no, that, last time uh,
1: Stadium Stampede is they the go. giant pre-edited one This one is just literally a brawl all over the arena That's
0: right, this is the one where, yeah, I've tried to remember this uh, Yeah, 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 okay, remember now So and I this mean, time,
1: it's... I'm assuming we're not going to get Mox's music on repeat
0: Yeah, please, please. no new Jack style <laughs> Because I love uh, that
1: theme, but don't do that
0: Yeah, no, 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 like, don't, no, yeah, don't Uh <laughs> But no, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm already really excited about it. It's, it's, it's great to see the elite in full form. You know what I mean? The Bucks, Kenny and Hangman with his fucking goddamn eye patch. It's great. I, I'm, I'm loving this. You understand? I'm loving it.
1: They, they set the segment up perfectly with all the security because it just enhanced the feeling that you had that if, if Kenny shows up, he's going to fucking kill Don. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, so Don needs protecting. That's why all the security's here. But I mean, all the protection. Kenny just started smacking through him anyway. Um, but Don started to explain his actions. Um, basically, that he just felt Kenny was being ungrateful for uh, everything that everything good that's happened for Kenny in the last couple of years has been because of Don. Basically,
0: yeah, that's how he's playing it. And it's not, it's not terrible. I mean, you know,
1: he—that's good storytelling
0: In all reality. If you know about it, Don did help, you know, the whole, I get, now I wouldn't say the rise of Kenny, but he was there to, to help make sure, you know, when Kenny beat Okada, it's like, Oh shit. Well, what next? Well, why don't you beat fucking, why don't you wrestle Jericho? Like he was the one that started to do that. And he was there for the latter part or the end part, if you will, of his Japan run and then coming to the States and stuff. So it's a long, it's a long friendship amongst them. So it's 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 crazy to see. I kind of hope Don Callis gets some gets his ass beat a little bit and gets a little comeuppance, but we'll see. I mean, the guy does did get a fucking gigantic gash in his head, but not but a month ago. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um. So Kenny gets jumped by by uh, the BCC, who were pretty much they'd already jumped the, the uh, bucks earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. Um. But, man, the Bucks music hit. The Bucks come out. It's a, it's a great moment. And the gigantic pop for Hangman. He's still got it.
0: Gigantic Pop boy. for Hangman. Gigantic.
1: Um, and I, I feel like it was kind of downplayed a little bit, but we had that kind of emotional reunion between Kenny and Hangman, and it was basically just a look.
0: It was a look and a here's my weapon. Because, you know, Kenny's weapon is the... Bob wire broom So he's like here you yeah. go brother
1: And so Mar- yeah Marks hands him the weapon He's like let's fucking do this And then hangman just leads the charge Very much like Thor in um, Endgame mm-hmm. Just charging down
0: ah. <laughs>
1: it's great He's like Cap had the line But Four had the roar
0: Damn right <laughs> Works out perfectly
1: so, yeah, um, the Elite fully reunited. I think there was a pop when Hangman called themselves the Elite. Like, he's officially part of the Elite again. Um, And, yeah, we're getting Anarchy in Arena 2 at Double or Nothing.
0: Love it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be bloody.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, that is all your AEW this week. Now let's find out this week's Geek of the Week. Oh, shit.
0: Pencil neck geek, gritty and freak, scum-sucking, he with a lousy physique, he's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak, nothing but a pencil neck geek. Let's keep it short, sweet, simple. Geek of the week this week. Somebody, no, I mean, I'm sure somebody said something stupid. I'm sure there's an entire gimmick on some dumbass shit people actually really said. But this week, I'm focusing more on what somebody did and is going to, I guess, continue to fucking do. And that's Matt Riddle, the helicopter man himself, as I've been calling him all this fucking week. When I heard about this, um, first off, my re- immediate reaction is, do you think you're Ric Flair? Cause I mean, that's my only, that's my only other guess He's trying to pull the, like, a Ric Flair impersonation You know, I don't see many people like Tommy Dreamer backing you up for shit like that, play guy So, I, I just don't understand, like, I get it, homie, like, you're dating a porn star And I, I mean, I'd probably feel some extra type of way dating a porn star myself, but Huh? Helicopter that went online, everybody's selling everyone's seen the helicopter, and then to make matters worse to make matters worse, I want to say it was the next day or two days later you're posting pictures of yourself in this little itty bitty string ass big like fucking thong bikini looking joint with your dongle all extra fucking out there just to fucking to add insult to injury to add insult to injury so for busting out the helicopter without your flight experience and without fucking airline permission, Matt Riddle, you, sir, are the geek of the week. And put that fucking thing away. Son of a bitch. Ah.
1: Oy, oy. Bastard. Now on to brighter things, the better of the week. Oh. We haven't talked about the match, so it's going to be somebody we haven't mentioned on the show yet this week. Um, basically, had a great match on Raw. And the main reason I'm awarding him best of the week was for one move, which I thought was fucking beautiful. Um, at one like point, this. the Miz was on the ropes facing outside. And Shinsuke just fucking slid under and gave him a German suplex off the ropes.
0: Oh, you haven't seen that one? No, He used to pull that shit in Japan I know exactly which movie you're talking about I know exactly which movie you're talking about Yeah, Um, fucking He used to be brutal with that shit
1: Yeah, so for the slighted German suplex And also, uh, he was presented like the Shinsuke of old On Raw this week uh, With the full version of his music The cape The the whole shebang
0: You need to go watch Raw? Okay
1: Phoenix is going to have to watch a mismatch Um Best of the week goes to Shinsuke Nakamura. Alright, um we had guest a wrestler earlier in the show. It was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And this week you're getting a promo. Go. S- sorry, Jim. We're getting a promo on Hacksaw.
0: All right, let's do this thing. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, I can already hear it now. You carry around a two-by-four like you've worked construction your entire life. You were a cat that was recruited and committed to the University of uh, Ohio State, yet you decided to go to Southern Methodist University to play football. Then give it up because you can't hang with the big boys, yet you went to where the big boys play in um, all god's honesty I'm over here fumbling and bumbling because I got nothing but respect for Jim Duggan he is a guy that I watched as a young child and absolutely adored so uh, I prayed for his well-being he's also in good health right now so good for him this 60 second promo is out of dear love I appreciate you sir may you uh, may keep the fight strong make America great as they do and whole right to y'all
1: it is so tough when you have to cut a promo on somebody you love
0: and respect. I fucking love Jim Duggan. You kidding me? You could have given me any other asshole in the fucking I mean, goddamn game. Jim fucking Duggan.
1: I had Roddy shit. Piper a few weeks ago.
0: I know. Fuck that. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> fuck. It was hard just for me to fucking tell do that one. I was like, oh, this is gonna, either he's going to get it or this is going to be tough.
1: Yeah, but again, that promo was out of love, too.
0: All the love, baby.
1: Um all right thank you for spending your Thursday with us before we go anywhere here's what Moses has for you pencil neck geeks this week on the a to b of retro re rewind
0: right all right so keeping it funky as we know the semester for myself is coming towards an end so again retro is officially on the high 80 and it may or may not be true. I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Retro may get swapped out for this day in Impact History or some bullshit. I gotta think of some fun name. But the reality is, is we might start reviewing Impact. I think it it's it's it might be a little easier to cover one show with a little bit moderner, a little more modern-ish of a style with a lot of storylines that are relatively recent. So it's it's gonna be definitely a thought process that's going to continue to go through the TSK. And we'll have to figure out a full-blown idea at this point. So for right now, everything is still on hold. But with that being said, there's a lot for the TSK to do. We were talking about maybe properly booking Collision without CM Punk. We'll see how that goes. Um, There's another one where we really want to book a Wembley card to really fully impact 100,000 people. If we had to expand it, how could we make sure that 100,000 motherfuckers show up? And, of course, the last one... I think was, oh, that's right. I'm, you got, and this is another one that's for sure coming out. Uh, May the 31st, the fallout from Double or Nothing goes down in San Diego, California. Your boy will be there probably hanging out with your man, Rob. We'll see how that goes. So check out uh, some, uh, some fun stuff from the TSK in full vlog form. Hopefully dropping, uh, I don't know, what the what, like the first week of June. All right. I Maybe mean, I gotta end the bitch. So, Anyway, the only way you guys can check all that stuff out is by keeping up with all the socials. And you can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK at the Captain512 and at SMR PodNet. Make sure you're checking out the website, maxwrestlingnet.wheely.com. And do not forget to hit that subscribe button or the follow button on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course here on YouTube. We're garnering a lot of attention. We appreciate y'all for it. The TSK is getting lots of views. The Daz and Mo Show are getting lots of views. But we need more subscribers. Tell your friends. So send it to them. Put us, post us on TikTok if you want Instagram, whatever you share us so the masses know that y'all listening to Max Rustin.
1: Yeah. Keep those big numbers coming. Let's go. Um and with that said, join us next week for Full House. Our next special event, first ever special event created just for an AEW pay-per-view. All titles will be on the line and double predictions for Double or Nothing and Night of Champions. Come out. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good night. This is done. I will find you and we will go to war. Teddy, see you next week.